Uh, what do we mean when we say that someone's entitled to their opinion? It means they're wrong, but they can say what they want anyways. <laughs> it's a free country. <laughs> exactly. And so then the question is, is that person entitled to that opinion still if, if there are facts that say otherwise? What's happened is we often conflate opinions with facts and beliefs with opinions. And, and, and you know, we, we see that more so now than ever. I mean, in, right. in, our, in our government. And, and, you know, governments have always done this. Welcome to episode 95 of Pup Theology Live, a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft brewed pint, a fine wine, or whatever happens to be in your glass. Catch new episodes weekly as the Reverend Shannon Meacham, Ogan Holder, and yours truly, Brian Burkoff, address and engage what's happening through a theological lens, and of course, usually with a good brew in hand. Speaking of good brews, we are brought to you by Wink Wine Club, W-I-N-C. Wink features superbly crafted wines delivered right to your door. In fact, I got my text from FedEx. The wine is on the way. Should be being delivered either during this podcast or sometime today. Nice. Uh, you can get started at trywink.com slash PTLI for $20 off your first order and other savings. Even better, if you just want to try three bottles on us. You can do that. Leave a voicemail at 980-PT-LIVE-0. That's 980-785-4830. Or shoot us an email, info at pubtheology.com. Send us questions, comments, compliments, insults, whatever you send. You will qualify for those three bottles. You just pay tax and ship in if, the, uh, if your state allows wine alcohol to be delivered to your door. And we'll draw a winner every month. I probably should have checked for voicemails before we started, but... Why sweat the details? But <laughs> if you t- called and left us a voicemail, we'll find you. We, we'll find you eventually. Don't worry about it. We take this seriously. All right. So that's Wink, W-I-N-C, Wine Club. And want to join us for the live recording of our 100th episode? Join us at Wild Goose Festival, July 12th through 15th in Hot Springs, North Carolina. Our topic will be, is it time to go beyond faith? Finding life and meaning in these dark times. The Wild Goose Festival is a gathering of progressive spiritual thought leaders, artists, and activists centered on spirit, justice, music, and art. And if you are going and you haven't bought your tickets yet, you can get 25% off at wildgoosefestival.org using code GOOSECAST18 in all caps. There it is. And of course, you can join our conversation on Twitter or Facebook using hashtag PT Live. Today we discuss facts and opinions and maybe even some counterfactuals. Maybe we'll just make some things up, throw some things against the wall and see what sticks. And we might need some beverages to uh, assist in that <laughs> process. Uh, welcome back, Ogan. We missed you last week. Uh, what yeah. you drinking? Oh, he's on mute. He's on mute. Okay. All right, so I'll start. 
Yep. So um, I went to the liquor store this weekend, long weekend, right? Head to the liquor store. There was a six pack of local um, beer, which is normally around $11 a six pack for $5.99. Hello. So, you know, I was like, did you just order too much or is it bad? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Like, oh, no, no. They just ordered too much. So I, um, of course, bought it because why not? So this is a hazy IPA, which again, it's a little hoppier than I normally drink, but pretty good it's called the alpha effect nice um with a lightning strike of exotic hops the alpha effect is hazy and dank ipa thundering with juicy hop aroma and flavor take cover <laughs> we see way love many, it way too many alpha dog references right there <laughs> from uh heavy seas brewery which is a local local here Great. gotcha uh i'm going with one of my summer favorites I, too, discovered the liquor store in my neighborhood. That was actually probably the first place I discovered. <laughs> um, and they also had a sale going on on the uh, variety pack of Lionel Kugel's summer beverages. The Shandy. Well, uh, unlike Shannon's case, there's a reason those are on sale, Logan. Right. <laughs> Wait, did I just say that? <laughs> yes, you did. No, I would agree with that. <laughs> yes, you did. And I don't care. I'm teasing. I don't care. You could, you could tease all you want. This is some good beer. There you go. Yeah, so they had the they had the standard summer shandy, their favorite uh, yeah. lemon based one. They had orange shandies. They had a Kolsch style canoe paddler. So, um, and a cherry something cherry one. But I am a uh, rocking the traditional summer shandy. It is their best seller. And you know what? When it's hot and it's summer, all but oh, drink what drink what you need to drink. Yeah. So absolutely, and it's go for it. Mid eighties today. Yeah, don't be ashamed. Just enjoy. Oh, there is no shame. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> no well, no it is. Uh, it is about ninety degrees here in Michigan today. Uh, so I am drinking something very light, a Cerveza Monterey from mm. Guatemala. Nice. So it is nothing fancy, but it will wet the palate. And There's a reason Guatemala got rid of those. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why were these on sale from Guatemala? I, it's no El Presidente, let's not lie. <laughs> there Sometimes you, you just don't ask too many questions and you just... Yeah. I, can make, I can make bear shame and jokes too. And uh, exactly. Your wild, goose, your wild goose glass, nonetheless. It is. Nice. Ooh. By the but, way, I just want to plug one more wild goose thing. Is We, we have an um, event on Facebook, like one of the events set up. So if you're going to come yeah. to Wild Goose and you want to come to our podcast, like go ahead and click that you're either interested or that you're going. We'd love to like know who's going to show up like and interact with you ahead of time. So you can find that through the Pub Theology Facebook page. So You can. You. you can find it. Exactly. Hey, so apparently, apparently we do have a voicemail, but you know what? I'm going to listen to it off air first, just to... Uh, I was going to say, let's not listen to this one blind. Sure. It's probably complaining about how much I cuss, so it's fine. Uh, 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 um, so, but it might be, it might be, it might be time sensitive. So I'm going to let y'all chat for about 30 seconds while I listen and then... Oh, all right. all right. You'll preview and we'll just... I'll ask. Back. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. We'll we, um, so Brian, let me ask you the first question. What was your favorite thing to get in a brown bag lunch when you were a kid? So many options, you know. Which, by the way, I had to actually pack my, well, Derek had to pack my kid, <laughs> our kid, a, a brown bag lunch this morning. Like, it had to be a throwaway container because he had a perfect timing had a, you know, field trip. So, you know. There you go. 
Um, see, the terrible like, thing like is... You, like you opened it up and you were like, yes. Exactly. And I know what it is, but I can't think of what it's called because I'm not sure we buy these that often for my kids. Um, it's, the, it's the chocolate um, rolls. Oh, yeah. There's two of them, um, and they're rolled with, like, vanilla um, frosting. Yes, the, like, Little Debbie. It, those aren't the Ho-Hos. The Ho-Hos are the, like, Not the ho You're right. One. It's, it's the round. The, um, um, yes. They're not the, the Ding Dongs. They're not the no. Ho-Hos. What are uh, those chocolate rolls? Can we Google this? I was going to say. Do so I'll any... tell you mine while we, while we yeah. Google. Yeah. Um, so, actually, this is going to sound really – because I am a sweets person, but um, – so the combination, this is super gross. The combination of um, a, a bologna sandwich and Doritos. Because I would put the oh, Doritos yeah. on my bologna sandwich. Yeah. And like, so you get this crunch with this just nasty. You know. Ogan is cringing, but I think it sounds kind of tasty. <laughs> it, it's delicious. Let's yeah. be, but like as a kid, yeah. it was like it, that combo thing was the most amazing. Swiss rolls is what you're Swiss looking rolls, for. The little Debbie Swiss rolls. Little Debbie Swiss rolls is what you're looking for. So good. Like the, yeah. just the layers and like. I liked the oatmeal ones with the cream in the middle. Oh, yeah, the oatmeal cream those, pies are good. Right. Those are good. There's actually an Amish market down here that makes like whoopie pies with like, oat, oh. like oatmeal cookies. and. Oh, ugh. is that like a moon pie or no, that's something else. Uh, moon pies are then like covered in chocolate. Yeah, like right. And it's got like a custard or something. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no, yeah, Swiss rolls. There it is, there it is. Um, so, Ogan, uh, what, what was your favorite thing to get in a lunch uh, back in the day? I got to tell you, I was racking my brain when I saw this question earlier today. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even remember if I was ever a kid. I seriously don't remember. <laughs> it's called, you don't remember if you were ever a kid? I, no, I'm kidding. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what I got for lunches at uh, at school I don't is, remember is there so, some childlike delicious treat that you like yeah something of? you might steal from your daughter right oh my god um so uh my my favorite candy chocolate bar growing up which I still love to today and and Joy loves it too um it's called a crunchy it's from uh Cadbury and mm. it's 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 you know, chocolate, but inside it's like this crunchy, almost like honeycomb texture crunchy and nougat. Thing. Oh. What? So it's crunchy not like nougat. Rice no, it's not nougat. It's not it's, nougat. It's, and it's hard not to like describe. Rice Krispies in the middle, like the no. one. Yeah. No, I can't even begin to make a comparison of what it might be like. But it's it's you know, it's got a nice right. honey. Is this a real candy bar? It is. <laughs> Seizing. I'm not making this up. <laughs> Look it up. C R U N C H I E. A crunchy. Actually, oh, just I E I E. Oh, yeah, that's I had key. one like two days ago. What? Yeah, these aren't just like a Barbados specialty. No, they're all over the place now. They actually sold them in the liquor store where he bought the beer. That's how I got it. <laughs> like right there. How the I, oh, interesting. Oh, look, I've never even seen this wrapper before, but it is real. Cred Cadbury Crunchy. What, you think I'm just making stuff up? I know I don't remember anything. <laughs> no, I don't, but how many candy um, bars do I, have I never even heard of or seen right, before? Exactly. Exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a British import. Oh, they're selling them on eBay for $1.50. Yeah. Seriously. I don't think you want to buy your candy bars on 
no. eBay, just a no. tip to our listeners. No, no, no. I'm good. But um, oh, it looks. Wait, is it more like a um uh 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 butter the? Yeah, like a um butterfinger. 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 I guess some. Yeah, I guess texture. I think it's like, like there's one that like shows the inside. And I'm like that. that yeah. Like I think that would be a good comparison. Yeah. Um, All right. I got we'll you. post it to our Facebook page and ask our listeners, have you ever, ever. had this or heard of it? There yeah, you. Oh, totally. I'll try to remember to do that. Fingers crossed. Yeah, some of our Facebook people talk about, um, so Gushers, which are like... Um, uh, oh, yeah, those are good. Fruit, fruit snacks. The fruit that, snacks with the surprise with like, inside. Yeah, with like juice inside or whatever. I do like those. Um, but they didn't exist yeah. when I was a kid. No, they didn't exist when I was. I know. I'm like Joel. How old are you, really? <laughs> like Gushers. Those like, were invented six years ago, Joel. <laughs> um, and then uh, Christian says peanut butter and honey, and then says iced animal cookies, and I totally agree. That, oh. like, animal cookies were like a win. They were totally a win in the in the brown bag. Yeah, with we the pink, with the pink icing on the animal crackers. Yes, that was money. Icing. And now they put sprinkles on them, and I'm like, no, no. Just the it ice. doesn't need that. Just the I know. icing. I just That's want right. the icing. <laughs> and there was the one brand that came in like a zoo container that had no frosting, oh, the, but they yeah. were so good. So good. Still so good. Because yeah. they're actually like graham crackers, not right. like you know, <laughs> right. whatever. The Anyway, whatever, yeah. So speaking of uh, favorite treats where there may be some dispute, uh, what do we mean when we say that someone's entitled to their opinion? It means they're wrong, but they could say what they want anyways. <laughs> it's a free country. <laughs> say your piece, like what, but you're like wrong. How some people, like some people's reviews of, of, of certain actresses in the solo movie. Oh, sure. Yeah, their opinion. Mm. Their, their I, opinion. I have a highly educated opinion <laughs> on that one, by the way. For, that's, for, that's our right. pure, for our pure audio listeners, go check the video. <laughs> we do a little discussion of solo. Mm. And by the yeah. way, I forgot, I forgot to say, Brian, I am... I am um, authentically impressed that you saw it opening weekend. Seriously, I am too. Yeah. That's actually amazing because I never do that. I know that's what with for any movie. You you feel like you got to keep up though. You like, guys are Ogun setting the I bar. Go. I mean, we do. We set the bar. Yeah, totally, totally. I you know I was thinking about this because I was I, I I think I talked about this right after it happened, but I was thinking back to that conversation I had months ago with this guy in a bar about we were talking about equal pay for women. Yes, I remember that. Right. And, and if you're a regular listener, you'll remember, you maybe, maybe you'll remember this conversation, but anyway, basically he said, um, he, he essentially, he called my saying that women don't get equal pay, my opinion. And I said, no, no, <laughs> this is not an opinion, right? This is, right. this is proven fact. You can, we can disagree about all kinds of things around it, but like, I am not giving my opinion right now. I am telling you that there is factual evidence and it is a, it is a fact out there that women are paid, you know, 78 cents or whatever on the dollar. And, and um, you know, people are color are paid even less than that and et cetera, et cetera. And, and it just was one of those things where I was like, this is not a moment where I'm entitled to my opinion. This is a moment where like I'm stating a fact. Yeah. So that, that's a, that's a great, um, case scenario for us here because our, our next one talks about what is a fact and and it, it defined fact is defined as a thing that is indisputably the case or a true piece of information and that's what you were saying you know you have this opinion but it is demonstrably 
false. And so then the question is, is that person entitled to that opinion still if, if there are facts that say otherwise? Because an opinion does, is an opinion. It doesn't necessarily right. claim to be the truth. I think, I think we should make a delineation here. I think an opinion is my reflections or my beliefs around the facts. So if I don't have the facts correctly, I can make an, I mean, I can make an opinion whether I have the correct facts or not. Right. But, and, and I can, I am entitled to my opinion no matter what it is. As long as we're clear and I am clear, my opinion is here's what I think based on the facts that I know. And those facts might be correct or those facts might be incorrect. So this guy who, you know, Shannon's talking to who's saying my opinion is that what he's trying to say is the facts that I have gathered tells me X and therefore here's what I think about this topic based on the facts that I've gathered. But what's happened is we often conflate opinions with facts and beliefs with opinions. And, 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 you know, we, we see that more so now than ever. I mean, in, in our, in our government and, and, you know, governments have always done this, you know, the American, you know, presidents have always done this, you know, they've always taken facts of some kind and delivered them in a way to support their belief, their agenda, you know, they, they skew them, they spin them. So how would you separate um, a, a, an opinion that's uh, more substantial from one that seems off? Would you say a, an informed opinion versus an uninformed opinion? I, how, I think how that would is, we, yeah. Yeah. And, and I certainly have given like, okay, I'm going to give my opinion here knowing that I don't know everything that's going on. Right. But what it sounds like to me is. Except, yes. except, so it's right. a disclaimer, right? It's like, I'm exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I so th- like to end my disclaimers with, and I could, I mean, and my, a lot and of my opinions with, and I could be like a hundred percent wrong about this. Right. Right. You know, because I don't have all the facts. And, and could it also be framed as, this is my interpretation of the facts. Yeah. Right. Like here are the facts that, you know, we know. And so my, my take, how I'm framing it. And that's a different thing, right? Maybe there are the facts that are the facts, right? The true things that are indisputably the case, but then we might read into them different outcomes or how that might play out in the future. Right. So in this, in this instance, right, there is a fact and whether one of us know it or not, right, it can be proven. Like I have a fact that I am putting on the table. Right. Where our opinion comes in is what to do about it, how it got that way. Um, you know, like the things around the fact, like Ogan was saying, that's the opinion part. Like what we should do about it are is like yeah, right. my like even educated opinion. You know, right, because um, there is no fact about that because it's hypothetical. It hasn't happened exactly. yet. Right. 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 Or like how we got to this place where women weren't paid. Uh, yes. That can be an opinion, you know. That's true. Um, but the fact is, like, women are not paid equal to men in their same positions with their same education level and their same experience. Right. That is, that is the fact. And what I find fascinating is that we live in the information age where we can pull up basically any fact right. on our smartphones yep. in under 30 seconds. Like I can literally seconds. prove it. <laughs> right. But here's the thing though. We've come to this place where when we pull up facts that don't agree with our beliefs and opinion, we begin to doubt and dispute the facts. Right. This can't be correct. This can't be real. 
where are these facts coming from? Oh, it's coming from that liberal New York Times or that, you know, crazy right. Fox News. So then we, we right. hear, we hear, we, we conflate the source with the inauthenticness, inauthenticity of the facts. And sometimes we're not in a position to know directly what the facts are. And we are dependent on organizations, media, sure. other people to present to us what they're reporting as the facts, but we're a step removed. So we're not in a position to have direct knowledge to know for sure these are the facts. Uh, so here's an interesting one. So we were having this discussion um, a couple of nights ago. We had a friend over for the weekend and, and my husband was talking about um, another friend of his on Facebook and his friend happens to be a, a gay man was posting a, a conversation about how he believes there is a reading of the Bible that that is not his, uh, like other people have said this too, where King David and Jonathan were actually lovers. Right. And that they were, they were gay. And it, in scripture, like it is in scripture that um, David loved Jonathan far more than any woman. Right. And, and that is a piece of scripture. And it's interesting fact. fact, right? Like that is, that is a, that is literally in the Bible. Fact, let's, right? let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but what does it mean that David loved Jonathan more than, does that mean that they were, right. that, that it doesn't say, and therefore they were lovers, right? Like that is a conclusion that we're reading this, this right. love story between two men and, and people are saying, well, it very easily could be that they were, they were actually lovers. It very easily could be that they weren't. And I think that that's, you know, people often will point to the Bible and say, it says this right here. And yes, it does. But the interpretation, what's before it, what's after it, what's around it, like the conclusions that we draw from it, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Like, yes. Um, those are the belief systems, the opinions, the, that's right the faith, the doctrines, all of those kind of things. And that's the interesting thing about, like, honestly, as we talk about this, like with facts, that's where proof texting is very dangerous. Yeah, and there's, there, as you said, there are so many levels to a situation like that. Um, so it says, you know, you could say fact, the scripture or whatever text you're saying, First Samuel says, David loved Jonathan, all right? So we can agree that the ancient manuscript said this, but that doesn't mean that the person writing it was correct. They might have had an agenda, and it might have been someone who was a little bit jealous, and oh, he loved him more than he, you know, maybe they're not stating what was the actual case in history. So just because it's in the scripture doesn't mean that's exactly what happened. Right. And as you said, then there's interpretation on what that actually means because we're separated by so many years and by culture that, you know, you, ha you have to look at a lot of different layers and factors. What do those words mean in other contexts? What did gay relationships look like in ancient times? What kind of words would they use? So right. many different things happening there. But listen, let's, let's be clear. When, when a guy is in a good bromance, that's, that's, listen, there's nothing like it. Well, you know, wow. I will also yeah, say that like David's grieving for Jonathan at this moment, right? And so, yeah. by the way, if you all want to look this up, it's Second Samuel one twenty six is the verse that we're I was just about. off. Uh, 
<laughs> um, that's what Jonathan said. What? So anyway. <laughs> so it just is one of those, it, it was one of those interesting things of, of talking about like, is that in scripture? Yes. What does it mean? But what does that mean? That's right. What that's is, right. You know, right. So, so this is where we get, you know, into, into argument. I mean, I love it. I always love the argument of like, people are like, oh, I don't believe in women ministers. And I'm like, well, you have one right in front of you. Like we are magical unicorns and we do. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like we use these words wrong, if you will. Right. We, and, that's right. That's and, right. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and I, am I going to be the one that has to say it out loud? The Bible aren't facts. Can we just like put that well, up there? So the argument is, is not that like the Bible is a fact as much as does it say that in the Bible, that is a fact, right? Right. That's exactly. As we just said, like it's, you can say it's a fact that it says David loved Jonathan more than he loved anyone else who ever lived. Okay. We can agree that that's a fact in that we're saying that it's written. That it's like, written. We're not saying Bible. that it's true. We're not no, saying that I, that's what I, actually I happened. But, but I'm taking this to the next level where. Sure where people will say because it is in the bible excuse me it is a fact it is a historical thing that occurred well and, and that, therefore and, and isn't and that attention isn't that attention with any historical happening at all right that that happened before we lived and especially before we had technologies such as video cameras even audio recorders stuff that purely we're relying on texts for and historians like there's always a degree of um, uncertainty and and uh, and that degree increases to the less sources we have, the further back in history. So that's certainly true for the Bible. It's also true for um, any other historical writing. And I mean, I'll say this too: even with video, um, we've been dealing with in, in, here in Baltimore, a, a, a Baltimore County police officer was shot and killed last Monday. Mm or I'm sorry, she was not shot and killed. I'm so used to saying that. <laughs> um, she was run over by, um, there were shots fired by her to stop the person, but she was run over by a car. Really? Um, yeah, and it was it was very bad. And it was, it's her funeral was um, on Friday. And so it's still being talked about. And it was very close to like, it's like the next suburb over from our church. So there's a lot of conversation around it. And um, somebody in the office this morning was saying they haven't released the body cam footage yet. So we don't really know what happened. And I was sitting there as you were talking, thinking like, well, even once they release the footage, that doesn't mean we know what happened. Right. Know, right. Right. So even when we have video evidence or we have a uh, wiretaping or, you know, or whatever, like we, that's yes. Like, I, I, that's the interesting dilemma of like, does that really mean we know what happened or right. does that mean that we know what we see on a screen, but what was going on around it? Like everything we're talking about. Oh my gosh. Yes. So contextually uh, complicated. Exactly. Con con context is king as I always like to say. Right. But I, yeah, I, I think it's a really, um, so I was at the festival of homiletics last week and Richard Rohr spoke. Um, and Richard Rohr is the, he's a, he's a Franciscan priest and um, Center for Contemplative Action in New Mexico. And, and one of the things he said that I found really fascinating is that when he started um, the Center for Contemplative Action, he asked himself, like, we're not going to teach anything that isn't true. And if it's true, 
it's going to always be true. So it's going to be true years and years ago, and it's going to be true in the future. And I was yeah, sitting there. That's like, not true. <laughs> well, I was like, how do you do that? Yeah, like, right. We I only really, teach the truth. That sounds like a lot of cults and or churches. Who I mean, right. We have, we have only the truth. I love it. I love passing churches that say we preach the Bible. I'm like, what do I preach? Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I but know. do you? Yeah, you've heard that question. But do you preach the Bible? But do you Here, preach the Bible? No. Here's my question, though. <laughs> my question is, we we can take it that way. Like, like that's that's patently impossible. How you can back that up? Or is he saying that we will do the extensive research and work to find out these things before? we proclaim them and start teaching them. Certainly. So when you have, uh go ahead, go ahead. I I mean, I was, I was going to say, you know, here we, here we have, you know, this crazy subset of people called the flat earthers. We mentioned them before. Who still (laughs) Shannon's going to spit her beer out just by you mentioning it. (laughs) (laughs) Who who still (laughs) (laughs) thinking the earth is flat. Okay. And yeah, there was a point in our history where we could not prove otherwise, but you know, we went to space, we look back at it and look, it's a globe, right? So it's a hoax, Ogan, it's a hoax. We can Did teach. we go to space? We, opinion. opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there. God, people are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Why oh God why? It was all it was Mulan there, was all on the song stage in Area 51. Never happened. Anyways. So, so maybe, I don't know. I wasn't there. Did he follow up? Is that what he was eventually really trying to say? That we're not just going to say stuff. We are going to do the due diligence to find out if what we're saying is indeed a fact. Or we'll talk about it and give the disclaimer. We don't know yet the entirety of the factualness or the truth of this And thing. Don't, don't you always have to add, as far as we know? Right. Yeah, really. <laughs> right? A little disclaimer? Right. So, yeah, I, there was this really funny, um, did y'all ever watch The Good Wife? Like, it was yes. on years ago. So no. there, it was, a, it was a lawyer show, right? And there was this judge, this one judge that they saw a couple of times. And to that judge, every time you said something, you had to say, in my opinion. Right. Even, uh, and it was like to watch the lawyers respond Because, you know, especially in law, like what you're giving is, I'm giving you the facts, I'm giving you evidence, I'm giving you. And so every time you had to put something in, you had to say, in my opinion. And it was so awkward for all of them to like, be in front of this judge and to proclaim things as their opinion, um, and not as fact. And it just, it was such a fascinating idea to me, right? Because... That really is, every time we say something, that really is the unspoken thing that's after it. And right? so a question is, how does this apply to preaching? You know, um, mm-hmm. because when, when people hear you preaching, um, they put a lot of, certain people put a lot of weight on that, or my pastor said, or you're speaking, you know, on behalf of God at some level. And so, I mean, I always tend to either say, uh, as I understand it, or... Right. Or from this source, I, I, I think it might be the case that, like, I try to add that in because I know that there'll be somebody out there who's going to, you know, do some research or one day is going to go back and say, ah, but we, we heard you say this and that's actually not correct. So, you know, you always want to give yourself a little space. Plus, I think it's, it's just humility that I don't have it all. And this is from my point in, 
my perspective at this moment in time, this is how I see it. But I, you know, there are other views. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think this goes back to, um, you know, Ogan's point about Richard Rohr, right? Is that, so there's also the journalistic understanding of a fact where you, or a source, right? Where you have to, in order to claim something is true, you have to have like two or three sources. Like most newspapers Mm -hmm. want three different sources that confirm this, that back this up. And I, I think that's kind of what he was getting at, right? So, so for him, I'm not going to speak for him, but my guess is, is that for him, a truth would be God is love. Right. Right. And so if God is love, if that is a truth, that has to be true from the beginning of time all the way through the end of time, that, that God is love and that is the existence of God. That is the essence of God. But so there's a question... Um... I mean, at that point, I don't think when we're talking about God, we can use the word facts. I think right. we have to use the word belief. Right. Right. Because I, I don't, I, because it's the sort of the great, un, the cloud of unknowing, so to speak, when we're talking about God, we're always dealing in mystery, things a little bit beyond our comprehension. And frankly, there are, we don't know the facts, right? We, oh, we right. have beliefs, we have hopes, we have experiences, mm. but those are not facts as we usually use the term. To your point, when I'm preaching, I would say things like, in unity, we believe that. Right. Um, yeah. And I would say also say that, um, you know, in other uh, religions or denominations, mm-hmm. here's what they may say. But let's understand, these are all simply openings to try to begin to understand that which is beyond understanding. So right. we, we, have, we have that going on as well so and and we use examples like there are multiple creation stories right for that reason right um the the i i once shattered somebody's world um what (laughs) only once i know (laughs) only once right um this is a very vivid memory though like we it was a friend of mine and we were out we were out for another friend's birthday and we were talking and you know like there's a level of drinking that then you start like you know yeah Ugh, the truth like, comes out. The truth comes out, right? <laughs> in, in vino veritas. <laughs> and this, you know, she's she's probably at the time was early thirties, like very early thirties, thirty one, thirty two, and and hasn't hadn't been to church and was trying to decide, like, does she baptize her small child? Not, you know, um, do does she go back to church? Like, is that something she believes? Is that something not? And and all of this kind of stuff. And she said, Shannon, how do you? I mean, how do you, you know, like you have all of this. And, and I said, I don't know. (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't know. I believe like, I believe this is true and I believe this is right. And I believe all of these things, but I don't know. And oh my God, she didn't talk to me for like weeks. Right. Like, like blew every bit of her world. Right. Because the goal was to know. Yes. Right? Like right. that she doubted and that was bad. And like if she only had more, right, this is prosperity gospel, right? If you only had more faith, you would know. You would know. Right. And I was like, right. that is not my goal. Like if right. I know I'm in trouble, like like my goal is belief and the, to right. live fully into my belief, right? Yeah. So yeah. in preaching, I'll say things like, as hopeful people, we believe, right? Yeah. Or we trust or we, we trust you know. or like, yeah. you know, like we be- like as we 
in a funeral. Like we, we believe in the resurrection and the life and therefore we trust, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You know. And you're right. So, it does get you into trouble. I, I know and believe that Lionel Kugel is a good bear, but I got in trouble with you guys. <laughs> so. You're entitled to your opinion, man. It's a well, fact, my friend. It's so a interesting. fact. The, the, Interestingly the, enough. Here's, what, here's why it's a fact. Product sales. Uh, Product oh, sales. well, you can no, never trust the, the beverage. Also Again. fact, you can't trust the crowd. <laughs> the universal the universal fact that people are stupid go back to oh, that. Wow. Well, nails it. Nails Shots it. fired. <laughs> so in a separate lecture, Richard Rohr said um, that uh, experience is one of the things that whether or not we think we should trust it, we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And so Ogan, like your experiences is that this beer is very good, right? Yes. Like that is known to you because you have experienced it. And before. no one can argue that otherwise. Well, I mean, really, like it's well, not my taste. I'm, you can argue, but I'm not going to believe you. <laughs> no, I mean, I can't argue with what your experience, like oh. I'm not you. So I can't, I oh, can't tr- say whether you love that or not. You only, you can tell me that. And this right. is the problem with like what, you know, mansplaining or whitesplaining or like blah, blah, blah. Right. Like they're oh. saying, my opinion and my belief is more important than your experience. They're, and they're trying to say it's right. universal. Right. Right. Which, which is, you know, when we're talking about uh, matters of taste, there is no universal. It, you know, there might be tendencies and there might be all so, of that, but there's always variation. So let me, let me do a quick but relevant segue here, which okay. is when we talk about, um, you know, the belief and changing beliefs and all that, at, at this hour that we're recording this, um, pretty much almost every Starbucks store is shut right now yes. right. for their, for their training, you know, their with implicit bias awareness training or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing so many articles online that say, this is an awesome thing that will not make any difference. Mm. What do you guys think about this? Because, you know, I, 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 I'm usually an optimistic person, but yep. I got my doubts that an afternoon of training is going to undo maybe the years of somebody's opinions and belief based on isolated incidences and experiences they've had. I would, I would see it as a step along the path, right? There is no fix all, there's no panacea, but I have to think that anytime we truly open ourselves up to learning something we don't know that we actually can take a step forward. It's not going to eliminate incidents of uh, racial profiling bias and all of that, but I do think it can have a positive effect. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I don't, the person that's going to dig their heels in and say all of this is bullshit is going to dig their heels in and should be fired. I mean, I agree, but still, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, that's a whole nother conversation, right? Uh, or should they, right? Or should they? You know, are they but, entitled to their opinion? <laughs> are they entitled to their... I mean, and again, like that... It, but I think there's people on both a very conservative side and a very liberal side, if you want to use those terms, that are saying this is bullshit, right? Uh-huh. Um, and yet, what? one of the things that I have to say is like, if it, if one person or if... I mean, given that this we're talking about thousands and thousands of employees, it's going to be more than one person is going to have one moment, whether they say it out loud or not, that was like, Oh my God, I do that. Right. Right. Like then it's totally worth it. Absolutely. And that may never get put in an article. Right. Like 
I do think there are going to be some people that work at Starbucks that are going to write a blog to become popular that say, I went to the training and here's what I learned and right. my eyes have been opened and et cetera, et cetera. And even if they don't have great motives, please write that. Like write it well, anyway, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or great coffee. But if you're um, saying this we, was all BS, don't write that. Yeah. We, we talked about this before. We talked about this before. It was either the last, maybe the last episode I was on two, three weeks ago. We talked about, you know, after that Philadelphia arrest and, um, yeah. you know, the, 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 the spate of headlines of, of, of white people calling the police for just the normal everyday actions of other black folk, you know, that a lot of white America was like, oh, wait, this is actual a thing that's happening. And apparently, you know, telling them for years, minorities telling them for years that this happens didn't seem to make a difference. People had to like see it for themselves, witness with their own eyes. And, and for me, that entitled to their opinion question is, is, is tricky because for me, you are entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to necessarily all the actions that you make based on uh, those opinions, especially right. when they start to harm others, you know, and, That's right. and, and this is where we start getting into that, that murky mess of then what does it mean to have free speech? Right. You know, well, so here's a, here's a super murky, the, the police officer that was killed on Monday, last Monday, uh, whatever. Um, it was the police were called in because of a suspicious vehicle with four um, African-American males who were going into a house, right? right? So that's what the call was. Wow. And turns out like, as the police get there, it's a stolen vehicle. So there's flags raised. It's for, um, it's, a, it's a white neighborhood. And one kid, they were teenagers, is so 15-year-olds sitting in the car still. Three of them are in the house between the ages of 15 and 17. So, you know, it, it, wasn't, the, it wasn't the African-American man who was inspecting the house that he sure. was going to buy situation. But it started out in the same way, that a suspicious yeah. vehicle with four African-American males in a white neighborhood and it escalated from there. Now, I also have to say that those four males are in custody alive, right? Yeah. So there, and, and a police officer was killed in the process. So talk about a heightened yes. um, time for those police officers bringing those kids in. But it, it's not that making those phone calls is completely, and we can just assume, I don't know who made the 911 call, but I can assume that it was a white person. Like, Call the police when you see something. That is appropriate. What we're talking about, right, is the that barbecue stuff, that right. um, Starbucks yeah. call, that, yeah. like, all of this kind of thing. Like, nobody is going to, like, I'm certainly not going to make that universal. Like, we even said, like, white people don't just call the cops on black people. But, like, there really are instances where you need to call the cops, and by all means, call the cops. I think, I think the, the parameter should be, is this potentially a law breaking issue or a customer service issue? And if right. it's a customer service issue, don't call the cops. The latest article or headline I saw maybe today or last night, a black doctor got the guts called on him because he's, he was playing, you know, rap music at three in the afternoon. 
And it wasn't that he was playing it loud. <laughs> he was just playing it. You just playing it. Right. So, it, I mean, so, so, so things, you know, thing, things like that. Things like, you know, uh, this whole, you know, the, the age old issue. I'm, I'm, I run a bakery and I don't believe, and I believe it's a sin to be gay. So therefore I'm not baking a cake for, for gay folk. I mean, it's, it's, mm. you know, where, where this quote unquote religious freedom again when when your your belief slash opinion of things starts to infringe on the rights and freedoms of others then that's where we have an issue so you can have your opinion if you want you can believe homosexuality is a sin if you want right but then i believe then that you still act a little bit differently now that raises the third question so wait do i never act on my beliefs or or what yeah and that and that's where we do have some common understandings as a society. And so we do have, um, and we're shifting, right? I think we're, we're, I think we're moving in a generally overall good direction of uh, consciousness developing about who can be married to who um, and about, you know, any number of things, but there are people whose consciousness has not evolved to that state. And so they still say, well, I don't believe a, you know, a black person should marry a white person or, two men should marry, right? But our laws say otherwise, thankfully. And so when they act on that opinion, right. thankfully society has said, but that's actually allowed. And so there are limits to your actions or consequences if you act counter to that. Well, and I think this goes back um, many, many episodes ago where we were talking about common sense, right? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, right. the, the common sense, whether, okay, so I'll even say this. Whether or not who is now known, her name is Susan, but who is now known as Barbecue Becky, believed that, right? Whether or not she believed that what they were doing was not like that, that this is a barbecue area, but only for gas grills, which by the way, just blows like it's a public park. Why would a barbecue area, like what are you going to do? Haul your gas grill on in on your Makes no sense. Whatever. Anyway, even if she truly believed that was wrong, like that is not a cop call. Right. Right. That's right. Right. I do think if you see if like I I do, even though, you know, my family is multiracial family, like if a car were to pull up of any, you know, of of three teen or four teenagers uh, of car pulls up, sits outside of a house with the car running while three of them run in, you know, and it's just waiting there. And there's clearly a young person in the, you know, like I would, after 20 minutes, probably call the cops too, or maybe not call the cops, but I would like kind of what's going on out there. I mean, there's, and this is the one where I'm sitting there saying, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, I don't know. I would always hesitate calling the cops. I don't know what I would have done in that situation. It turns out that, you know, unfortunately it ended the life of a police officer, but they weren't, it was a good call, right? Like they were were burglarizing this house and et cetera, et cetera. And I do feel, I know I put too much faith in humanity, but I feel like we know the difference. I really do. And the, the Starbucks call and the barbecue Becky call are like, no, that's not, your life is never, like your life is not in danger. Nobody else's life is in danger, et cetera, et cetera. And so why, why are you doing this? I don't understand. But anyway, that goes to a whole nother, like that's where your implicit bias. I don't know that this call was because of implicit bias, right? 
Right, right. So, so to take it back to the uh, Bible and sort of religious beliefs versus facts, I was mowing the lawn uh, this holiday weekend and a car pulled in I didn't recognize and a guy walking over to me who I don't know. So I stopped the mower and I believe he was a Jehovah's Witness uh, and he said, oh, we're just definitely you know, call the cops. I'm just <laughs> going through the neighborhood it, it and, and reading people a verse about the future so that you can have faith that we know what the future is going to, we can know what the future is going to be. And the Bible tells us what's going to happen in the future. I said, Oh, I'm a pastor and I read the Bible and you know, so on. And so he reads me a verse. I'd love to know what you picked. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And so he reads this obscure verse about from Isaiah about whatever God says exactly what's going to happen. And, and I said, and it was pretty vague, and I'm like, well, I don't believe the Bible actually is meant to tell us about the future, at least in any specific way. And he's like, really? What about all the prophecies? And I'm like, what prophecies? Give me an example. And he's like, well, all the ones that came true. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, I said, first of all, I think most of those things are things that were written about later that happened After. earlier. And so they wrote about it, and it already happened. So, of course, it looks like it came true, but it had already happened. And then he's like, well, you believe Jesus is coming back, right? And I said, actually, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, he's like, who am I talking to? Right, right. And I, I said, I, you know, I said, I, I think we are to be the return of Jesus in the world. Uh, he wasn't quite sure what to do with that. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get going. But you he, you know. Let- you should not have led with you're a pastor. You should have kept that tidbit. Yeah, I should have. I know. I think they'd rather find somebody who slams in a door in, in their face than like one of us that like talks to them. This and is so, true. You know, with this situation where someone has what they believe are facts or at least right. beliefs that are so strong right. that they're going to drive to random strangers' houses and read them the Bible while they're mowing the lawn. Like, I'm not going to do that in general. Um I would love I would love people who really love this podcast to drive to strangers' houses and tell them about it. <laughs> say, have you have you listened to these guys? I'll, I'll back that up any day. <laughs> every oh, week I tune in and facts. Just fact up. I mean <laughs> I mean I've never met three people who don't know anything at all more than the other <laughs> Exactly. Oh my every goodness. Every week it's the truth. Oh. So you know, it's just I th- I think like your friend Shannon, when we conflate belief with fact and trust with what is we can find ourselves in that sort of fundamental estate where we are going to maybe be a little bit naive act in society in ways that are are questionable at times and try to force those things in an unhealthy way on others versus a more healthy way that hey i've experienced this thing because of my faith and i believe this about the universe and about god and it fills me with hope and here's what it good it brings to the world and maybe you're interested in that. That's a different approach than yeah. I'm going to mandate legislation and I'm going to exactly. run over strangers metaphorically with my truth. Right. And that's the part where like, there are things that I know about what my, about my faith. Like I know because I've experienced them and I, um, I, I've lived into my belief that way, but the, it's the, it's what Ogan was talking about, right? It's the, the universal knowing in a way that this is that my experience is true for everyone. Right. And right. And that, that, that then gets implied to the, to every person of faith in all around the world. I, th- I actually think it's really healthy for a person of faith to say, here's what I know. Right. Like, here's yeah. what I know. I yeah. know that I am loved. Yeah. Here's what I know. I know that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. For sure. And framing it as what I know, not what exactly. everyone knows or, you know, and, I and think- here's what I know because I've experienced it. 
That's right. right. That's right. You know, that grace and mercy and truth will follow me all the days of my life, even if life is hard. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Right. Anyway. Not even if, especially because. Especially because. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, is it time for pass or pour? Yeah, I think it is. Um, and and I got a, I got one that's slightly uh, related. Well, actually, very related to our topic um, about opinions and beliefs. Yes. Um, this is from NBC News. Uh, a grocery store censors a graduation cake. Oh, I saw that one. <laughs> Have you heard about this one? Oh Brian? yes, I did. But it is hilarious. So I think it for is. our Go listeners, ahead. we should pour. We should pour. Right. So in case you haven't heard about this, this happened in South Carolina. Uh, a woman orders a graduation cake for her son from the, uh, the, the Publix store. And it was supposed to say, you know, congratulations, graduation year, um, graduated summa cum laude, you know, when you were. With honors. You're with the, honors, with right. the top of the top. What, what's yeah. the translation? I forget the official. Isn't it like with honors or with high honors or. There's variations. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll look it up. But anyways, the uh, she, the order was made online. Um, right. And when the cake arrived, it was summa dash 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 latte because whether it was a bot or the store clerk decided, not word in the middle, C-U-M, that's the naughty word. So we, we got to censor that, that out from your cake. So, uh, um. so she, she complained and they did give her a refund. Um, oh, good. It might have been an automatic... They think it was like an automatic profanity. Kind right. Of I'm sure it was a bot that did Although it. whoever is making the cake probably should have realized this is a little weird. Right. And, and call and check in. But, but again, that, that goes to our very topic. Does someone have the right to self-edit? To, I mean, to edit somebody else's request ah. because they think it's right. wrong? Or should they actually like, you know, let's check into this. And, I mean, listen, if you, if you order online and order a cake... And like, I would like you to draw a picture of male genitals and I would like it to say, you know, whatever. Yeah, suck like, it. Uh, right. <laughs> like, Sorry. I think that's very different than clearly this is a graduation cake. Right. Yeah. By the and way, I clearly did not graduate summa cum laude because it means with highest distinction. Oh, with distinction. 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 But here's the thing though. Also, if you want the cake that you just described, Shannon, you don't go to the Publix or the Walmart. Right, exactly. There are oh. bakeries that will do that for there are, you. Well, and there are totally bakeries that do that for you. Two, you order a blank cake and you do it yourself. Yeah, you exactly. You self-decorate. <laughs> there oh. you go. All right, all right. Um, so what, what else you got? is a whole other distinction. Right. What else, what else we got? Uh, all right. How about this one? Woman changes her kid's name after a misspelled tattoo. Oh my no. gosh. Oh my gosh. Is that real? Oh my. Uh, I'm going to take it as a poor. This is a quick one from NPR. How so old is that kid though? Oh my. No, God. hang on. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this comes out of Sweden. A woman had uh, got a tattoo. I expect her, more from you, Sweden. With their kid's name Nova and Kevin. Okay. Nova and Kevin. Nova. But the tattoo artist um, accidentally put an L in Kevin, turned it into Kelvin. Oh boy! Really? That's the one that was messed up. That's the one that was messed up. (laughs) Nova. Oh, we got that. 
Nova, Nova down. <laughs> woman looked in the cost of getting it surgically removed. It was too expensive, so oh she my. left it. And after a little while, she's like, you know what? Let me just change the kid's name to Kelvin. How old is Kelvin? Little Kelvin is two years old. Ugh. Oh, that is. How I don't even I don't even have words for that. That is messed up. I'm sorry. That's messed up. Like I don't have words for that. What will you prioritize over your kids? That's that's not my tattoo. Not a tattoo. (laughs) Oh my goodness! All right, here's Uh, also by the way I have a couple of tattoos, and they ask you to approve it. Like they draw it on. Right. And ask you to approve it before they go in with the needle and the ink. So that's on you, Mama. <laughs> yeah. Is but here's the thing though: is that the way they do it in Sweden? One and third of all, depending on like, say she got it on like the back of her shoulder or something, she's not seeing what's happening, and the tattoo artist is probably in a place of like, oh, I can't mess this up. It's Kevin, or you know. But then he gets in. He's got Kelvin on the brain, and boom, there he goes. I like how you went from one to one third to of all. To third of all. Yeah, <laughs> one, and then third First, of all. <laughs> third of all. That was awesome. Alternative facts of counting. That was awesome. <laughs> Let's wrap up with this last one, <laughs> right. because I had a little trouble believing this, but apparently it's true. All right, Kelvin. People are drinking cockroach milk. Oh God! I saw that. I do not want to. Talk I feel about like that. we could pass on that. I did, yeah, we need to pass. We haven't passed. So I, I can't. I can't. Okay, I can't with that one. You're passing on the cockroach milk. Oh, I, I feel and sick even hearing about it. I, like no, can't. Like I don't want to talk about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, in terms of again opinion, beliefs, and our and you know our individual rights to do things, a vacationer was filmed shaving her legs in the hotel pool while other guests oh, were swimming nearby. God. No. What? Brian. Brian That's like the the Michael Scott. No, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. These are real people. Universal truth. I mean, sometimes the headlines tell the story, so I don't know if we need to pass or pour. It's already been poured. (laughs) You can't unvisualize that. You can't. You really can't. I mean, we got cockroach milk. No. She was probably drinking cockroach, cockroach milk. Cockroach milk. Why? cockroach milk. No, the headline. The headline really is a story. There's, there's nowhere to go with this. Go and away. she and she was also dipping a crunchy candy bar in her cockroach milk. <laughs> hey, hey, all, hey, all don't bring crunchies into this. It's really the magic unicorn of cram- candy bars. Yeah, that's all I, I got for today. I don't well, believe they exist until I googled them. By right. the way, uh, that voicemail that I took a moment to check on. Yeah. Very glad we didn't play that on air. It was okay. three glorious minutes of a butt dial. Oh. Are you what? I kid you not. So, I mean, friends, listen. You have what? Three more days. Well, today, tomorrow, and Thursday till Thursday to. If you want wink free three free bottles of wine, you got three days to let us know. Yeah, and yeah. call intentionally, not accidentally. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, butt yeah, dials probably number. won't win. You should. You should call that number back. Be like, you won for three free bottles of wine. That's the best butt buddy. dial. You know, we could probably make that go viral. Person butt dials wins free alcohol. There, there you go. go. It's past report. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, yeah, exactly. It's a pass report headline on someone else's podcast. On someone else's podcast. <laughs> Whatever it takes. All right. So we're moving. reunites family with his adopted <laughs> yeah, mother. Exactly. <laughs> and they have wine to toast it over. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh well. 
All right, so Ogan has an announcement before we move to a close. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we're uh, final. My birthday is this Friday. Woohoo! Woohoo! Woo! Uh, that's, Happy birthday! Thank you very much. Um, I am doing a very important birthday fundraiser um, for every tongue for gun safety because on June 2nd, it is National Gun Violence Awareness Day. And in case you were not clear about the facts as opposed to opinions, Gun violence is an epidemic that kills 33,000 people every year in the United States. About 90 people are killed every day. And that includes homicides. That includes suicides. It is related to gun violence. And Every Town for Gun Safety is a movement of Americans. This includes parents. This includes politicians. This includes gun owners as well. Working to end gun violence, build safer communities, and get some common sense gun safety laws enacted. Um, so on this weekend, Saturday, uh, for National Gun Violence Awareness Day, wear orange to show your, show your support. And if you would like to indulge me for my birthday, um, I got a post up on Facebook where you can donate to Every Tongue for Gun Safety um, for my birthday. So Beautiful. I would appreciate Beautiful. your support. So my, my, uh, my sources told me Friday was wear orange day. Am I, am I wrong on that? So the whole weekend is a whole weekend the thing. Whole weekend. You could start as early as Friday, but perfect. Actual gun safety, uh, gun violence awareness day is June second. Because some people might want to wear orange to the office if they don't work weekends, then Friday might be your chance. So wear orange the whole weekend. It's a good Excellent. call. It's a good cause. Check it out on Facebook. Well, thank you, Ogan, and thank you, friends, for tuning in to Pub Theology Live. You can, of course, connect uh, and spread the word about our show on social media. Probably don't want to drive up to a random stranger's house and say, I found this great podcast. Also, it tells me about the future because just don't go there and associate us with that. You can listen any... Someone stop me. You can listen anytime on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes. Please rate us in those venues. That helps other people find us and helps us know what you think about the show, which could be heading the wrong direction if we don't bring this to a close soon enough. Uh, and if you'd like to watch us while we do the show, you can do that on our YouTube channel or on the New Thought channel. And if you'd like to find a conversation group, a pub theology group in your town, check out the National Directory. There's a new group up in Alaska, of all places. Uh, check it out at pubtheology.com directory. Thank you again to our sponsor, Wink Wine Club. That's Wink with a C, who you'll find at trywink.com slash ptlive. And until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing. And we're out. Is it raining somewhere? Am I raining? That's my fan because it's 90 degrees. I know. I hope that wasn't too distracting. No, 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 no. It just kind of, I like, all of a sudden I was like, oh, it must be raining. It's it's all 90, right. sunny and 90 degrees, and we are sweating now, do it you, out. You don't have air conditioning, do you? No AC you in this see. house, so it is hot. Yeah. N- neither in this one. Yeah. All right. Good to chitty chat with you guys again. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.